We are Stephen and Jill. Together, we've been buying and reselling land since the 90s. Our data-centric approach leaves our buyers asking, how can you sell it so cheap? Here on the Land Academy Show, we answer that and more. Stephen Jill here. Hi. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today, Jill and I talk about the three types of land investment deal buckets that we uh, kind of live by. I think it's interesting that these change, by the way, your one, two, and three different kind of buckets that you're working with and properties and prices, it's going to change and evolve. If you've, if you know us, you've learned that <laughs> over the years, if, and, and heaven forbid, you've been watching us and following us for the seven years we've been doing this, but yeah, we are getting kinda... really good at eating our words. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we at one time we're going to do a whole we we're going to do a whole separate podcast on 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 poor uh, broker agent bashing, and now we love them. Yeah. So 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 when you hear us talk about these buckets, now there's an ebb and a flow, and things change, and and there's no wrong way. Well, I named them buckets for a reason, and we'll get into it in detail here in a minute. But yeah. the buckets themselves, the holder never change. The stuff that goes inside changes. I thought becoming a parent and eating my words there was enough, but oh no, there's <laughs> there's age and experience eating of words that goes on. <laughs> and I'm sure that when we're 80, I'm going to go, oh, we are so wrong and we're going to be eating our words again. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the opposite, actually. It's like we, the older we get, the more I think, don't think I'm smart. I, I get like not, I get, get less intelligent yeah. and, and less knowledgeable about, you know, I think most people get older and they're like, they get real set in their ways and say, this is it. For some reason that I'm going the other way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our land investor members on our online community. It's free. Uh, did you know that we have a full blown operational commercial printing company? called Offers2Owners.com. Jill and I set this company up several years ago to specifically mail out our blind offer campaigns, and we started sharing it with our members and, and some uh, non-members, yeah, a couple of years ago. Today, we mail out uh, between seven and 800,000 offers a month on their behalf. Give them a call, 800-725-8816 or support at Offers2Owners.com. It's Offers, the number two, and then Owners.com. Aaron wrote, um, how do you know if a property is an infill lot? Here's how, uh, and it's actually quite simple. This is a very good, simple question. An infill lot has properties. You know what an infill lot is going to be used for. And how do you know that? Because the stuff that's around it or adjacent to it, hopefully adjacent to it, is developed that way. And it's almost always houses. It might be in some cases a strip mall, but it's it's an infill lot and not a piece of rural vacant land. Or we don't know exactly how it's going to be developed because it's really far out from a, any type of urban center. If it's within an urban center or close to it, and there's houses all around it, you know it's going to be used to build another house. That's an infill lot. It's being infilled. Like it's in a subdivision. Yeah, it's a great example. That ninety-eight um, percent of them are in subdivisions. Mm -hmm an incomplete subdivision. And uh, there's a lot that needs to have a house on it, just like next door. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Real easy to value, real easy to sell. You sell it to the person who, uh, the developer who built 
all the other houses around that lot, around that area. And it's got a very specific market value that's tied to what a house is worth when it's completed. And let me save you some headache. Don't buy it if there are already 45 available for sale in that area. Yeah. You don't want to jump into that pool. You want, in a perfect world, you want, Joe's exactly right. You want to buy the last lot. Yeah. That, that's, it's just one more house waiting to be built or the mm -hmm. last 10 lots. And these people have been hanging on to it lovingly. Yeah. And now's the time. They're not going to build it. Their kids don't want to live there after all because they yeah. don't want to be that close to mom and dad. And you scoop it up. Yep. That's the one you want. <laughs> Land Academy 1.0? Yeah. Land Academy mm -hmm. 1.0 is devoted. To infill lots. 100%. It's called infill lots. Mm -hmm. If you're a member, check that out because it, it explains all of this yeah. in an incredible amount of detail. Mm -hmm. Today's topic, the three types of land investment bucket deals. This is why you're listening. I'm always trying to, I'm always searching for easy ways to understand what ends up being a pretty complicated topic, you know, this buying and selling of real estate. And so I, I kind of looked, took a few steps back about three or four, maybe six months ago and looked at the deals that Jill and I do. And I put them into three buckets and here they are. And Jill's going to say, yeah, that's not really what I think in a minute here. I can tell. <laughs> She's flipping through papers. I'm, oh, I'm writing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bucket number one is buying a piece of land and reselling it for more. Never going to see it. Uh, it's never leaving your desk. This is the bread and butter, vanilla flavored Land Academy textbook transaction. In our case right now, we buy it for twenty or 30000 and sell for sixty or 70000 when we started, we were buying bucket one property and we were buying for, geez, $500 to $800 and selling it for $1,500. So the buckets have always, the bucket itself has always been the same. But what we're filling it with, the type of transaction that we're filling the bucket with is a little bit different, but it's still, the numbers are a little bit different. Maybe the areas that we do it in ge geographically are different, but it's still bucket one property. Buy a piece of property, resell it. Bucket two, do you want to talk about this no, one? Bucket two. I'm gonna let you keep going. <laughs> <laughs> bucket two property is buy it real cheap, but you know you're gonna have to do some stuff to it. Uh, and I'm I don't mean build a skyscraper. I mean it might have uh, legal access. You can see it, and everybody agrees it's got legal access. But to make it, it to give it its value, its true value, wholesale value, you might have to blade a road in. Or you might have to file some papers at the uh, county that says, yeah, uh, Farmer Jones, you know, said that there's access. I heard there's access, but we got to go through this to make sure that it's all legal and it's it's written in the deed and the easement's correct. So it, it takes a little bit of work to get it to where it's sellable. We do a lot less deals like this than we do bucket one. That's what's going to add. It's probably less than 10%. Yeah. It's very rare. Five to 10% in a given year. Sometimes zero. Bucket. I don't want to do it. Yeah. So I'm not eating my words on this one. When I say don't run out and get a survey, make, do you need a survey? Survey is a great example of bucket two property. Every, some people, because we've talked to people that were accidentally thinking that you had to get a survey on every property and you don't need to do that. I mean, it's you can do that, but it's going to spend a lot of money for a lot of people that don't care about it. That's great, Jack. Why would you ever do a bucket two property then? Here's why. Because they never, when we send these mail, mail out and it all comes back. <laughs> We don't do a bucket three mailer or a bucket one mailer or a bucket two. We send it all out. It comes back. And then Jill and I stare at it and say, what's the best use? Well, well we're going to pay 30 grand for this property. Right. And we all know that. And they've agreed. The sellers agreed. 
And we know if it's a bucket one property, you can sell for 60 or 70. Yeah, if we do some stuff to it, we take a, you know, there's a little clearing over here, put a shed out, out there, we probably get a lot more money. Probably mm-hmm. sell this for ninety to $100,000. So we shove it into bucket two. We uh, both accept the fact that it's going to take a little bit of work and some time uh, or, or whatever. And then we, we soak a little bit more money out of the deal. I'm sorry. When you say we both accept, let's be truth. Truth time again. <laughs> Jack accepts it. <laughs> Nothing's ever fast enough for Jack. That's true. <laughs> Jack says, okay, fine. So that's one of us is patience. <laughs> or we have to get a survey, and especially this day and age, surveys cut, co- you know, they cost 10 grand. It takes six months. When I started doing this, a survey could happen the next day and it was twelve hundred dollars. So you have to weigh that, you know, you have to weigh the time and the um, profit margin benefit. Okay. Bucket three property is taking that bucket two. Uh, property concept about improvement and taking it way farther than that. That's minor, doing a minor split. A lot of places uh, in the country will allow you to take a one APN, one property, and split it down into smaller parcels if you do certain stuff. And that takes a year at least. There's all kinds of stuff involved. But now that bucket one property that you're paying $30,000 for, at the end of the year when it's all done, might be worth three or 400000 And so you have to decide which bucket which bucket these properties fall in, or, and this is what, this is a beauty of this business. You can decide to stick your middle finger up to all of this <clears throat> and say, every single property is a bucket one property. Right. And that's it. I want to buy it for 30 and sell it for 80. So I see bucket <clears throat> one is our regular land deals, which is, includes deal funding too, by the way, that's our bucket one stuff. It could be a bucket two, but Jack likes to see it as a bucket one. Number two, Am I going to split it up, do something, do it lightly, late in the road? Number three is kind of develop it in some yeah. way. Like maybe I prop a shed on it. I don't know. Make it stand out in some way that's that's really, really unique and cool and good because it makes money. Right. I'm also going to add, so that's what we're doing now. And I was saying this this stuff changes. So for someone brand new, you're starting out, What what should your buckets look like, right? Here's how I envisioned it. Your buckets, I think, are going to be money-driven, not necessarily type-driven. I think you're going to evolve to that. And, and part of it is, too, because your niche and your type is going to find you. You may get – when I describe these three buckets, you may be happy with these three buckets forever, and that's all you're doing. Maybe your bucket one is what you start out on, lower-dollar deals, because that's your comfort zone. A lot of people start there, and I, it's, it's great. Um Maybe they're $1,000 deals. Buy them for one, sell them for eight. Do that for a while. I don't know. Roll in bucket two. And part of this is is tied to the interview that you're going to hear tomorrow with Brandon Kuhn. And he talks about that's how he started out. And so he has some great stories and examples of this. You'll hear it tomorrow. So, and then bucket two is maybe these are the little more expensive $5,000 deals. Buy them for five, sell them for 15. That's your bucket two. You know, I, I don't do as many of those you know, more money is involved and, and I, I'm just being, so you're changing the buckets. I'm talking about a new person and how no, your buckets new, can evolve. No, then if you're going to buy it and resell it, then it's all bucket one. Well, that's how you see that Jack. <laughs> no, that's how we teach it in the program, Jill. Well, I know, but I'm just saying you can, you know what? And that's the great thing about this program. Make it your own. <laughs> I'm making this podcast my own. Clearly. And, and I think bucket three could be bigger deals. I'm buying for 15, 20, $30,000 deals. I don't do many of those, you know, cause I'm brand new and I'm probably not even using my money. So maybe that's my personal bucket three is not my money deals, 
somebody else is funding them. And I, I think of those a different way. And then, and then it just evolves. Thank you for sharing. My partner doesn't agree. <laughs> you just blew, blew my whole bucket, three con- well, I, three bucket concept completely out of the water. Well, that because your buckets are different than my buckets. Okay. Why do they have to be the same? Bucket one property is buy the land okay. and sell for more. You might be a $500,000 piece of property that you sell for 600000 The bucket's the same. The, the, the type of deal that you put in the bucket is, is what is variable. Okay. We have made, all kidding aside. Forget the buckets. Kick the buckets. Don't kick <laughs> the buckets. Jill and I have made bucket one property our career, and that's what we teach. Right. And a very, very small percentage uh, of properties reach it to two. And, you know, in reality, here's what happens when we decide to do a bucket two property. We get a property in that doesn't appear to have access, which happens often. And so we have a choice. We can pass on it or we can choose to get it so cheap. Jill will go back in and say, this property doesn't have access, but she happens to know, and this is a real example, happens to uh, make a two phone calls to the surrounding owners of property that say, oh yeah, sure. Happily, awesome. We'll grant you access. Uh, you don't even need to pass. Just uh, you know, send me the paperwork. Right. I'll sign it. And so now we've got a piece of property that has very little value in its exact present form uh, and present uh, state uh, physically. But with the stroke of a pen and some, a few things that the neighbors are willing to do and happy to do, now it's got access. And so a prop, we turn that property into some serious value. So it doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen. And that's my bucket too. And bucket three is, uh, and we have several bucket three properties going on right now where we're minor splitting it and getting it ready for mobile homes to be put on the property and then selling it to the person who's going to do that. So. Jill has a little, obviously a little bit of definition I'm learning today. And, and that's okay. And you should too. <laughs> just be, Happy you, know you could join Wait, us today. You just want to make these aware of this. That's all. We're not saying you should do one or the other. No, or, no. I, and I'll tell you, just I'll, I'll end on this. In career path, this is a big topic because there are people that come to us, a lot of people that come to us who are bucket three people and that's it. They only ever want to subdivide property and, and put stuff on it and really like do a couple deals a year and make a couple million bucks a year. And so, and that's okay, that's great. It's just not, you know, we're bucket one people. Need to send out a few thousand offers to property owners like us? Check out offers and the number two owners.com. So that's offers to owners.com. No setup fees, free mail merge, exceptional service, and now including just released for everyone, concierge data and pricing. It's awesome. Give offers to owners a call today. If you could join us today, five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show. Tomorrow, the episode on the Land Academy Show is called, well, we interview, uh, like Jill said earlier, Brandon Kuhn, who's a very successful uh, longtime Land Academy member. It's a, it's a, it, we had it's a lot of fun awesome. doing it. It's a great show. Yeah. And a former Career Path member and now a Career Path Helper. Yep. Career Path Helper. <laughs> you are not alone in your real estate ambition. That was fun, Jill. It's fun to disagree with you right in front of a camera. <laughs> You said I'm allowed to have my own buckets, and I have my own buckets. So I have You're my own buckets. You're allowed to do anything you want. After, I am after the amount of stuff that you sold this month. Thank you, baby. I'm you changing have, the whole bucket. You, you know what? Get out of now. They're baskets. You know what? <laughs> How about this? You have your own darn buckets. You can take your buckets and do what you want with them. Mine are pretty baskets with flowers in them, and we're over I here think, killing it. 
And our baskets are very different. Buckets and baskets. That's right. That's what we should have called (laughs) this. Exactly. And now we will. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in. Jack and I are very aware that not everyone has a hundred grand lying around to buy land. Well, don't worry because we fund many deals. Whether you're a Land Academy or not, we are happy to fund your deals. Check out landfunding.com. And in addition to us, there's a whole group of investors involved with Land Academy. And we've got, I don't even want to, should I say that number? Yeah, sure. All right. Combined to date, the last time we checked, was about $40 million available to fund. And this is not a loan, by the way. It's a person that's going to partner with you and they're going to fund your deal. It's not like a percentage thing. So check out our website and you'll find out more. Um, or email support at landacademy.com. We are Jack, Jack and Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property. 